Writing memos helps you organize your thoughts and arguments, understand the situation better, refresh your recollection later when you may have forgotten some of the details, improve your writing and organization, and impress your boss. Episode 9, Legal Writing, Writing Memos. The Four Legal English Podcast is now in session. On today's docket, we'll discuss writing memos. We'll explain what memos are commonly used for, how lawyers or law firms often use them, tips for writing them, and why you might want to start writing them yourself. Welcome to the Ford Legal English Podcast. This is the show for lawyers, law students, and other professionals from all over the world who want to improve both their legal English and legal knowledge. In this podcast, we discuss different legal topics, such as law in the news, law in practice, legal writing, legal movies, and others. I'm your host, Timothy Barrett. I was a practicing attorney in the United States, and now I teach law in Tbilisi, Georgia. This is episode 9 of the 4 Legal English Podcast. So what is a memo? A memo is a short, internal, and informal document. We often write this when we're writing something inside the company, not when we're going to share it with a client or someone outside of our law firm, outside of our company. Sometimes we write it just to our boss or to employees that work for us, our subordinates, or sometimes just to ourselves. It has an advantage over other writing styles. It doesn't have the formality of a formal letter. It could be short, just a couple of lines or a few pages. It is informal, and often it may be a work in progress. It's representing something that you've been working on, maybe an update to your research or update to something that happened. And like we said, usually it is internal. So we're not sharing it outside of the company, outside of the law firm. Memos are used throughout the business world, not just the legal world. And in fact, Word has a lot of templates for memos if you want to get started. And there's lots of resources available online. Uses. Let's talk about why you might want to use a memo. One reason is for legal research. If you have a supervising attorney, maybe a partner that's asked you to do some legal research, this would be a great way to kind of summarize that research and present it to your boss. This writing could later be used to form the legal brief submitted to the court or a letter to a client or opposing counsel, but this summarizes what you have discovered in your research, in your analysis of whatever the case or whatever the situation is. Although we may present this orally, we may go to our boss's office and say, this is what I researched, this is what I found out, and discuss it orally. It's a much better practice to also make it into a writing, such as a memo, for a few reasons. You can leave it with your boss and allow him to, or her, to go through what you wrote later. Maybe they don't have enough time to hear, hear you out, or maybe they don't understand how you're explaining it. But when they see it in writing, maybe it'll make more sense to them. Maybe it'll be more impressive for them. Another use is when you're making a decision and you want to clarify the arguments. It could be something like we have to decide, are we 
are we buying this software for the law firm or this other software? Or we're making decision A or decision B or decision C. By writing it down, explaining it in the memo, it helps you clarify your arguments. Sometimes when I started writing a memo, I thought I'm going to make a decision to do A, but then when I wrote out the pros and cons of both sides, the strengths and weaknesses of the different sides, sometimes I came to a different conclusion. You know what? A isn't as good as I thought it was. I think B is the much stronger argument. By writing it down, by putting words to paper, you're going to understand it better, and you're going to make a better argument. You're going to make a better decision. Another reason to use a memo is for a memoriam, to make a record. What was discussed or what was decided? Maybe you have a meeting, you had a discussion, and you want to record what happened at that meeting. What did we decide? And maybe why did we decide to do this and not that? Often when I had uh, contentious meetings, maybe with, with clients or opposing counsel, I would often write a memo to file, just to myself. Maybe print it out and put it in the file or keep it in the electronic file. But it would help maybe later on when my memory might be faded and I don't exactly remember, gee, did I explain this? Did I tell them that? Or what did they tell me? I don't really want to have to trust my memory. So if I have it written down in this memo, then I know exactly what happened. It's much clearer. Another reason we might say CYA to cover yourself. Why? Why should you use a memo? Why should you write a memo? Like I said before, it does clarify your thoughts and the arguments that you are making. So by writing it down, putting it on paper, you'll have a better argument and you'll understand it better yourself. You'll be able to create a record. Your memories fade. You might not remember the exact details of that meeting, what was decided. But by having that memo, you can refer to what you thought at the time. It's also a great way to practice your writing. And the more you write, the better it becomes. So if you get in the habit of writing memos frequently, you're creating a better record of your decisions, what happened while you're working on this case, but all your writing will improve. This is a great way to improve your writing. If you're enjoying today's episode, please subscribe to our podcast. Give us five stars and a great review. You can go to our website, forlegalenglish.com. Four is in the number four, forlegalenglish.com. You can check out our blog articles and available courses, as well as the show notes from today's episode. If you are listening to this episode, I want to ask you to do me a favor. Please give us a rating. Give us five stars. Write a quick review. If you just want to say the podcast is awesome, then that's great. You don't have to write anything more than that. I don't require a formal memo. If you could rate us five stars and give us a quick review, it would really help us out. We're still on our ninth episode. We still have one more episode for the 10th episode. For our 10th episode, I think we'll have a survey in the show notes and try to ask you, the listener, our audience, what interests you most? What was your favorite episode from the first 10 episodes? And some other information. We want to make this an enjoyable as well as educational podcast where you get to learn a little bit more about the legal system from the United States or common law and improve your legal English skills. How? How do you write a memo? Like I said, you can go to Microsoft Word and come up with some templates. It's not very difficult. 
if you're just writing for yourself, it's not that important which, which format you use. If you're in a law firm or a company that has a, a formal template for a memo, then, then you obviously follow that template. Every memo has a certain information at the top of the page. We can call this the header. It'll have to, from, cc, subject, and date. To, who are you writing this to? It, you know, to your boss, to your, maybe your secretary, to whoever, to the file. From, from your name. CC, carbon copy. Who else is getting a copy of this memo? Subject, what is this about? If it's about a case, maybe you want the, the name of the case, the case number, that sort of thing. And the date, the date that you submitted this memo or completed this memo. If you print this out and hand deliver it, then it's normal on the from line, you will also initial it. You don't have to write your whole name. You don't have to sign your name, but just initial it. It's a memo. It's a little less formal than a formal letter where you would sign your name. In a memo, you usually forego the salutation. You don't have to say, dear so-and-so, it's good to talk to you. Hope you're doing well. You know, all that stuff. A memo is informal. So just get into the reason for the memo. So the first line or the first paragraph should explain clearly what is the purpose of this memo. If you're doing legal research, then maybe clarify what you are told, what questions you are trying to answer. This could be especially important if you misunderstood something. So often when I was a new lawyer, as soon as I received this type of assignment, I would start writing the memo. I would explain what I was told and what research I was told to conduct. I would write that as soon as I received the assignment because then it was most clear in my mind. And sometimes I would receive a, an assignment and after thinking about it, I wasn't quite sure, what, what does he want me to do? What am I supposed to do with this? And so then I would go back and like, you know, review that. I might not, I might not take the, the written memo that I, I had just started working on, but I would discuss it with the partner and make sure I understood what he wanted me to do. Because I don't want to do a lot of research and find out I misunderstood and I was going down the wrong path. And of course, include a summary of the findings or your conclusion or your decision. In a memo, use headings. You can use bold, italics. It's up to you which headings you want to use. You can use whatever style headings you want, but I highly encourage you to just be consistent. Every section should start with a similar type of heading. Or if there's a subsection, all the subsections should look the same. In memos, feel free to use bullet points. If it's appropriate, then bullet points can be a great way to succinctly put information on the page. Usually memos are short, it could be one page or even just a paragraph. It could be longer, a couple of pages or even a few pages. If it's appropriate, then you can make it even longer than that. But if it's several pages, then maybe you need something a little bit more formal than a memo. It, it kind of depends on what you're including. But if it's several pages, you're getting to over 10 pages, a different format might be better. Of course, with a memo, you can annex things. So you could attach to the, to the back of it any supporting documents that, that are necessary to understand the memo. It could even be a prior memo. Perhaps you presented a memo and then you were tasked to go on with certain research to continue that research from that original memo. Maybe you don't want to include all that information in the new memo, but it may make sense to attach that old memo so that if they want it, the information is there. In other circumstances, it may make sense to just revise that memo with, with the new information. It kind of depends on the circumstances of your case. 
other things you might attach, maybe part of the contract, the contract itself, or a section of the contract, maybe you want to quote, or part of the statute that's relevant to attach that or quote that in the memo. Anything that's going to help understand the contents of the memo better, you could attach as an annex or quote within the memo. Writing memos helps you organize your thoughts and arguments, understand the situation better, refresh your recollection later when you may have forgotten some of the details, improve your writing and organization, and impress your boss. So what questions do you have about writing memos or about legal writing in general? Was this episode informative for you? Was it helpful? Please leave a comment on the show notes. If you want to hear different legal writing topics, we can work on those in the future. Please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and give us five stars in a review. Go to our website for the number four legal English, no spaces or dashes.com, for legalenglish.com. Check out our blog articles, available courses, and the show notes. This is episode nine. You can comment. This is a great way to improve your legal English skills. Next time on the docket, we'll discuss another landmark case. The Four Legal English Podcast is adjourned. Don't miss the next docket call.